Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash CogDis for 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash CogDis. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 584 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil... Yeah. It's a celebratory episode. It is. You know, it's one of those, you know, you need to get out your your little party streamers and your poppers. Uh, oh, one of those old-fashioned things you yeah, spin, spin around, around and, and goes clickety clickety click clack, clack, you know? The cranky things. Yeah. yeah. Kiss your best girl. Right. Yeah, it's one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> it is been it's it's a it's a ding dong the witch is dead. Moment. Uh, moment yeah, for, for sure, sure. Yeah. and that's because of uh donald rumsfeld donald rumsfeld passed away fucking dead donald rumsfeld passed away and my favorite article about this came from the daily beast and the, <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> the headline, the headline, is, headline so is, good. is so amazing so the headline says donald rumsfeld killer of four hundred thousand people dies peacefully and then my favorite part of it is right underneath it it just <laughs> says no no <laughs> <laughs> It's so, I still remember it's so that press bitchy. conference. I do too. I do too. I still, and he's like, well, you know, there's the unknown knowns and the unknown knowns and then the unknown unknowns. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I actually understand yeah, I exactly what he's, what what he's, he's saying, saying. Yeah. But it's the clumsiest uh, fucking way to say it. And I, yeah. I do remember listening to that and thinking, you're in charge of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. People find you persuasive. This was, I, I was older than you. I'm still older than you. It's not like you surpassed <laughs> I, me. You didn't I, catch me yet. Hey, I'll tell you what. My liver is older than yours. You didn't catch me yet, Tom. But anyway, <laughs> I'm still faster than you. But in any case, I remember not really paying a lot of attention to politics for many years of my yeah. life. But the thing that sort of shook me into it was this administration, the administration that was took us to war on false pretenses. Yeah. The administration that lied to people. The administration that, that that normalized lying to people. The administration that went out of its way to send uh, a token amount of money to the American taxpayer payer to essentially buy their vote. Yeah, $300. Yeah. You're all going to get $300. Yeah, I mean, that was his... I, that was, I remember when that came in and I just thought to myself, what the fuck could I possibly do with this that would be useful? It's yeah. three... Even back then, it was $300 one something. time. It was Paul. $300 one time. Yeah, and, that's, that, and that's going to jumpstart the whole economy out of the morass that was created. The, and, and, you know, you said something that really struck me. And... I think you're right. In, in the George W. Bush administration was really the administration that proved that created the new time where there really weren't consequences yeah. for being criminally wrong. Yeah, for being absolutely criminals and criminally wrong. We went to war with Iraq for nothing. 
That was just, it was a bullshit, yeah. drummed up, non-existent reason. The American people were lied to. Hundreds of thousands of people were, were killed. Were murdered. I mean, they were murdered. Trillions of dollars were spent. Yeah. And there were no consequences. Nothing. And you had to look at that if you were in politics and you were in a power position. You had to look at that and say, holy fuck. They got away with invading yeah. a sovereign nation. Yeah. The world let us do it, right? Yeah. The, the world did not hold us to account. Sure. Literally nothing bad happened to us. Nobody imposed sanctions on the United States. It, when, when another country invades any other country, I don't know, for example, when Iraq invades Kuwait, yeah. the world gets ah, ah, up in arms, right? And, and I'll be and, honest, and they should. as well they should. And they should. As yes. well they should. Yes. I, so I don't mean to admit it, but yeah. I just, you know, or when, but when you're big enough, you can just do what the fuck you want. Look at Russia. Look at what Russia has done. It's literally what Donald Trump said inside of that van. Yes. Oh. They let you do what you want. They yeah. let you do it. If you're famous. If you're famous, you can, they'll let you do it. You can do whatever you, you want. Grab them by the pussy. It, we literally grabbed the world by the pussy. We did. It, <laughs> you know, it's so funny because as I'm saying this, it reminds me of when I was in college, I had this job at Circuit City, which doesn't even exist anymore. But back in the day, it was a sales job. <laughs> and I was good at sales. I was, sure, I was a good, you sales, were a good guy. sales guy. So um, You sold me monster cables. I, I, so, sold I mean, monster yeah, cables. sold you monster cables. monster cables. Do you know what's so funny? Do you know what is yeah. in my garage right now? Monster cable? Your old Infinity RS8s that oh, I no sold kidding. you. Oh, no kidding. They're in my garage no kidding. today. No kidding. Yep. It's wow. so funny. Um, but so- uh, Can I, I buy them back? You can have them back. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, it, it absolutely cracks me up because I remember having that job and I was good at that job and I made the company a bunch of money. And as a result, I could just kind of do whatever I wanted. So I would come into work. I was going to college at the same time. And I would come into work. and I'd be six, seven hours late for a 12-hour shift. You'd be seven hours late? I would so, I would have a shift that was supposed to be nine to nine. And I would come in, no shit. Because you don't make any money until 4.30, 5 o'clock. So, because nobody comes in to buy a home theater at two in the afternoon right, on but a there's, Wednesday. But there might be a guy looking for a cassette tape and you're not there to help him. Yes, but I was on commission. <laughs> so <laughs> this is why capitalism is garbage. Yeah, but, but yes. it's exactly why. Yes. And it's exactly why when you're big enough, you could do what you want. It's a bad system, right? Because I would go into I would go into that job occasionally. If I had like a paper due or whatever, I'd be like, I'm just gonna show up at five. And instead of being there at nine in the morning, I'd be there at five in the afternoon. I'd work from that's five to nine. Yeah, I'm eight hours late to work. I'd work from five to nine. And they kind of knew. Sometimes my buddy would cover for me for hours. It, like, we thought it was funny. So he'd be like, I just saw him around the other corner. Oh, that's amazing. For real. For real. Oh. And, but I made You're all. Like, you were like work snuffle up. <laughs> <laughs> that's so amazing, It was hilarious. Dude. That is so It was so, so funny. Our buddy, oh. our buddy would be like, hey, he's here. I, I love it. I saw I him just it. around. You just missed him. Did you check the bathroom? <laughs> and he would send people out an eight hour Around Circle the store, used to do that chase. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, everybody covered for everybody? Circle would sleep all the time. At oh, work. that's amazing. I mean, like, it'd be like wow. you'd just be passed out asleep. We all slept. Sure. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So yeah, like, it was it was amazing. Yeah. But, but if you but you sold, you were an I, earner. I was an earner. Yeah. And when and when you're a closer, all the coffee is yours, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> was that Glenn 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 yeah, Glenn? Yeah. 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 So. It, it's it's the same principle for the United States. It's the same principle for Russia. The United States invades a country. Iraq invades Kuwait, and the whole world gets on their ass, yeah. right? Um, Russia invades the Ukraine, 
And everybody's like, oh, I really can't say anything about it without starting World War III. Everyone's like, doo-doo. Uh-huh. We're like yeah. little shaky finger time. Yeah. What are you going to do to the United States? We're the biggest military power where we were until China. But we were a, a, we are still a massive and terrifying military force. And we're a massive and terrifying economic force. And at the end of the day, we realize the weight and the power of that. And we realize, yeah, we'd invade Iraq. Why? I don't know. Because we just decided we'd were. Yeah. That's it. Because when you strip away the pretense, which the liars always knew was lying. Yeah. What was their reasoning to go to war? Yeah. Well, it was, it was, it was money. oil. It was money. oil and money. It was money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, those people made money hand over fist. Yeah. And then they helped their friends make money hand over fist. Oh, and you then mean they Halliburton? Got, and then they got sweet right. jobs afterwards in those places yep. to make money as the-, the BlackRock and Halliburton, all, all those fucking horrors Every for hire. Every one of these people got fucking fat cash and- they did it. They did it with zero remorse. Yep. All of them defended it. And now George W. Bush is on a redemption tour, painting pictures and hugging Michelle Obama. Yeah. Like, so, so we live in a, we live in a time that has completely forgotten the horrors of the Iraq war and has now redeemed, essentially redeemed that piece of trash. Which is unreal. It was a war. We, uh, we, there, I remember, I remember reading about that war and like, it was not a lesser war. I think there's sometimes they thought if you're an American, that because it was a quote-unquote easy war, that it's a less... It was easy for us because we were overwhelmingly militarily superior. Yeah. But it did not make the deaths yeah. of the Iraqis yeah. any less horrifying. I mean, yeah. there were... We, we, we drove snow plows on the fronts of tanks and just plowed over their entire front lines and buried the people alive. Yeah. Thousands of them just buried alive in sand as as part of a strategy, just cover up their front line. They dug themselves in in trenches and there are videos and there's pictures you can watch. They just buried them over. Those horrors happened for no legitimate purpose. Yeah. No legitimate purpose yeah. at all. And Rumsfeld was a chief architect of that. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, and he is dead. And, uh, and uh, the, the byline of this is a perfect is a perfect byline. Do not mourn the defense secretary, mourn his victims. They were nearly too many to tally, but his Pentagon refused to count anyway. Yeah. And that is, and that's the thing. You know, you're gonna hear a lot of people who say, oh, you know, you shouldn't talk about it that way. And there was the onion was fucking crushing it this week. The onion had, let me read the oh, two headlines. The onions were so the onions were so good. The onion was. Donald Rumsfeld survived by one million fewer oh, Iraqis. God. And Donald Rumsfeld, weapon of mass destru destruction, found dead at 88. Oh, that is so good. Sam, it's so Sam Cedar had one. He said, it's sad when someone dies after a long life in which they didn't experience one one millionth of the suffering and horror that they truly deserved. And that's and that's yeah. the thing, right? And people are giving shit to Sam Cedar. I, 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 I retweeted that, but people are giving shit to him. And being like, oh, no, you got to rise. You don't have to rise above it when an awful, horrible person dies. When somebody who is literally one of the worst people that we've ever had in government that was that was literally, like you said, the architect of this awful yep. war, when he dies... Fuck that fucking noise. Fucking who cares? Yeah. That, the Actually, world became it's better. better. It's better. Yeah. It's not who cares. Right. It's, it's yeah. better. Yeah, it is a celebratory moment. Yeah. The world is better when the architect of an illegitimate horror is is dead. Yeah. When 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 somebody who created suffering at that level and that scale for no other purpose than economic gain yeah. for himself and his cronies, when that fucking guy dies, 
Tell me how I should feel yeah, sad about that. Why should I that. feel sad about that? Or why should I why should I have some decorum about that? Fuck that. Yeah, well, the, I think I I genuinely think the right thing to do, the ethical thing to do is to be happy that there is less horrible people yeah, in the world. They're not doing it. They're right. not doing it anymore. And he's not able to influence anybody. Right. Now, granted, I have no idea what kind of influence he had at 88 anyway, but man, those other people are there's a lot of former former high up officials that are still in some political circles and still have the ear of still a lot of clout, people. Man. Be advised, the two of you will never see each other again. Those were your last words. Do you understand? I'd be careful if I were you. One of these days, somebody's gonna get pushed too far and who knows what they're capable of. Is that a threat? It's a warning. You're a traitor to our family. Good, one of it. Well, so here's a sign of the crazy times, Cecil. What's this worse, is good. though? You know what I mean? Like, you're going from, from bad to, I think, worse. Yeah. This is worse. This is worse. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, things, things have accelerated to a, to a point where, um, at first they were farcical and now they are terrifying and how, um, divorced from reality yes. they've become, yes. right? Yeah. Sister, it comes from Insider, uh, Business Insider, forgive me. A Trump-loving insurrectionist and a convicted stalker are among 36 QAnon supporters running for Congress in 2022. And I, I read this article and I, I, I remember finishing reading the article and I just closed my phone for a second and closed my <laughs> eyes because I don't even know just, what to do anymore. Just pressing on your eyes until you see brightness. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it took a little bit of restraint not to just keep moving my thumbs all the way back and Into just the brain end cavity it. And just and call just it a day. It. Just self-lobotomize and just- Yeah, I'm done with all this. I'm finished. When, when your support of a conspiracy theory so bonkers fucking David Icke level, literally David Icke level crazy, when that is not, only acceptable, but now 36 people are running for Congress. 36. It's a lot of people. It's not, it, it's that not doesn't two. make you. It's not two. Yeah. It was two. It was two. It was two a couple years ago. And both of us thought to ourselves, this can't be this happening. Ca right. It was two. There's no more. This can't be happening moments. No. no. That I feel like, what do you, where do you go from Is it here? its own party in 10 years? Oh, for fuck's sake. Seriously, Why would you could say be, the true thing that be. you're thinking? You know, the thing about a QAnon party. Yeah. Two, two things come to mind. One, it's a dangerous lie, right? So the, yeah. it, it's not just, it's not just a farce. The deep underpinnings of this lie are that, and I, I laugh when I say it, but people believe this that Hillary Clinton carves the faces of <laughs> children and drinks them like an open Sprite bottle. Yes. Like that is not, yeah. that's not an exaggeration. No. She sucks on bloody skinless face kids. Like that's what she does. Yeah. The, the, the heart of QAnon is that there is, is that the Democrats and powerful leftist elites are all in cahoots as part of a secret pedophile sex yes. ring Cabal yes, yes. designed to also suck the adrenochromes from murdered yeah. and tortured children. Something, something globalism. Yeah, I can't be sure that all of them believe the adrenochrome level. 
right? But they're right. all but the but some of these people that are in Congress have retweeted the frazzle drip bullshit, which is what that that's the moniker, frazzle drip. Just say frazzle Just drip. Say frazzle drip. Just, wait, when you are yeah. saying frazzle drip yeah. and you didn't mean to say fraggle rock? Yeah, exactly. No, you're 100%. It's 100% the Great Space Coast. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what we're on right now. It's insanity. The, the, and the, the scary thing to me is that the extension, right? We just talked about Rumsfeld and the, the, the moment of realization where the lack of consequences had to become very real to everybody. Yeah. What we've, the place that we're in now is that there are no disqualifying beliefs. Yes. There is no set of, there is no worldview and no set of beliefs which is so bonkers yeah. that it is disqualifying for public office. You don't have to be smart, but you you don't have to be educated. You don't have to have like a grip on reality. You don't have to have a, a rational mindset. Sure. You don't have to have a respect for science. What? Do, you don't have to have anything good. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's interesting is I remember being a kid growing up in the 80s and there was a guy who had a TV show and I think he was a Chicago guy or maybe the studio was in Chicago. A show by the name of Donahue. I don't know if you remember I this. remember Donahue. Donahue white-haired dude. White-haired dude. Yeah. Had, a, had a talk show very similar to like Jerry Springer. Right. Except for it was a little more toned back and they would have different people on to talk about things. I know he had some race problems on his show where there was a fist fight. Geraldo did the same thing. I remember he had like clan guys yeah, clan on. clan guys on. Like, yeah. But I remember at one point he had atheists on in the 80s, people that were atheists. And it was, they were freaks. They were uh, a freak show. You could never in a million years in this country 20 years ago ever consider public office and be an out atheist. Right. You couldn't do it. You were a freak show. You yeah. were a literal freak show. And we've gotten to the point now where there's been enough people that have come out uh, as atheists where people suddenly think, oh, I guess maybe God isn't 100% real or whatever. <laughs> but but there's this there's this thing that, you know, like, like just being a normal person back then, a normal thinking person. Yeah you would have not made it into... And that was just one tiny little thing that could have thrown your chances. There were a dozen disqualifying beliefs. But there were so many disqualifying beliefs. And now we're at a point now where there's literally none. Nothing. Where there's nothing. And while that in some ways that's good, it's good for atheists, right? It should be good for atheists. Hopefully, if people will vote for you, you know, it's good for atheists. It certainly wouldn't be, I don't think, a disqualifier for office. But you're also at a point now, so there's good and then there's also bad. And the bad is, is that sometimes people can believe absolute utter nonsense and espouse that nonsense and use that nonsense as a platform mm -hmm. and still get elected. And, and then the thing is too, is this nonsense power brokers cause nonsense to grow. Yeah. Because when we give these guys yes, positions yes, of authority, absolutely. they use the power of the pulpit. They've got a bully pulpit. We've given it to them. It's part of the job, right? Yeah. And so it, it, legitimizes those beliefs and then allows those beliefs to spread even further. So all of a sudden, when you say, man, there's a bunch of Congress people that believe this QAnon stuff, maybe there's something to it. That 30, 40 years ago would not have been a bonkers thing to say, right? If you were like, man, a, a whole bunch of people who are at a certain level of yeah, authority in government right, right. believe this, right. maybe it's worth looking into. You're right. Now you got 36 people who believe QAnon shit. Yeah. It's not worth looking into. It's absurd it's, on its face. It's, it can't be real. It, it, it is so 
obviously not true. You just have to say it all out loud and say, holy fuck, I know the world doesn't work like this. And there are a hundred reasons. And it would be boring to even list them. Sure. And there are going to be people who think, well, my congressman believes it. My congresswoman believes it. You know, the other thing that is crazy about a QAnon platform as the thing that you're running on, you're going into government and you're going into government with the belief that our future hinges not on you as a leader of this nation, but on a whistleblower, right? So we're right. Not, you're not going in with this idea that you're going to change government or you're going to be, you know, you're going to be the vocal vo- voice of the people or the voice of the constitution or whatever these people go in thinking they're going to be the voice of. Instead, they're just going in idly waiting for another thing to come out from an anonymous whistleblower in the, in the, in deep, the deep state, state. to try to reveal it to people because they're essentially powerless. Like, why would I elect you if that was your platform? It doesn't even right. make any sense. Yeah. And if you win election as a QAnon believer, what that also indicates demographically is really fucking upsetting. Yeah. Right? It indicates that within your district, there are enough people who either don't find that belief to be disqualifying for my vote, right? Sure. So if somebody stood in front of me and said, I believe that I am a space alien named Zorg, I would like to be your congressperson. I kind of don't care what the other guy has it, to say. It doesn't matter. I'm yeah. like, all right, yeah. you don't win my vote. Sure. At the very least, you don't win my vote, right? Maybe right. I won't vote for the other guy. Right, yeah. Right. But you don't win but my you don't vote. win my vote. When a QAnon person wins, that means that there are enough people in their district that either don't find that belief to be so uncredible as to be disqualifying and absurd and indicative of poor thinking and bad judgment sure. as to be disqualifying for my vote. But it also means that there is an increasing number of regular Joe people who believe that that is how the world really works. Yeah. And they want governance based on myth. They want a governance and a decision-making process based on an internet troll theory. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. It's internet troll theory. It's fucking 4chan has become, 4chan is in Congress now. 4chan shouldn't even be on 4chan. And they're in Congress. I, I, it's, it is crazy, but you know, we're, you gotta be hopeful for 2022 (sighs) <sighs> hopefully that, you know, there's a couple of reasons to be hopeful for 2022. Please help me. One of them is, is I, I read a couple of really interesting articles that did say that if the, if the Democrats can keep this level of excitement about what's happening, you know, the way the pandemic's been sort right. of curtailed, the, uh, the, the help for people, the cutting of certain things to make it easier on, uh, on some economic uh, woes in this country and things like that. If those things keep going through, the infrastructure bills are right. a big part of this. If it goes through and then they start working to continue on with some legislation, be it only financial, right? it could be enough. As long as they stay in the positive, there's a, there's a chance that they could retain control. Uh, okay. That would be amazing. Now, now, the other thing that w- you have to understand too is that without Trump on a ticket, I don't think you get his people. Yeah, that seems I very think, true. I yeah. think without Trump on a ticket, you just don't get the same kind of turnout that you get otherwise. I think no matter who the the right fields, there won't be anybody big enough to get the certain people out of their 
their comfort zone to go vote in this upcoming election. Now, if Trump runs in 2024, all bets are off. I've seen some speculation that he might run for Congress in 2020, 2020, in 2022 and try to become Speaker of the House. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Pause and think about that horror show. He could run, he could run in any congressional district and probably do okay. If he, I mean, he would choose one demographically that made sense. Oh, of course him. he would. Yeah, just like Marjorie Taylor Greene right. did. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, how would they not make him, spe- he would be speaker, he could be speaker of the house. You could have Donald Trump as speaker of the house. It is a possible, you could have, you could have the president who incited an insurrection where they stormed the house be this the is, speaker of It's the house. genuinely something that they're going to be writing about in history books for years because yeah, of if the- If we still have yeah, books. Yeah, if we still have books. <laughs> yeah, if we still do that. Cave paintings. Cave paintings. Cave paintings. Yeah. Cave paintings in the wasteland of Seattle <laughs> that is now 107 degrees Holy in the winter. Holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Hot, like there's some, there's some little tiny town in Canada that is the hottest place in the country right now or in the world right now. Really? Yeah. It's some little tiny, just reading a thing. Like in the, uh, I read another article uh, from Gizmodo this week at some point that ground temperatures, not air temperatures, which are lower, but ground temperatures in Siberia were over 100 degrees. Holy shit. Melting the permafrost, releasing more methane. There's a chain reaction effect to that. Neat. It's just, I read that and I'm just like, this, we're still arguing about whether this is real we're still arguing about while we're on fire. I, I read an article today that specifically said that you know, there needs to be absolutely drastic measures to get to carbon neutral or carbon zero by 2050. But there's absolutely drastic measures that have to happen in order to get that done. And uh, nobody's interested in doing it. So, <sighs> Although, you know, uh, it looks like more people are doing more and more electric cars. So that is something that is that is pushing forward regardless. So the electric car no matter what, is still moving forward in a lot of different... I think the Ford just came out with a truck that was electric. Yeah, the Ford Lightning, which actually looks fucking cool. So there's, there's pluses, yeah. but, you know, the difficulty, of course, is that, you know, you've got to get... They're, they're saying that they're going to try to get out all these cars in that position, which would be amazing, but... And I read something interesting about um, carbon scrubbing, carbon scrubbing. That's something we have to do. We'd have yeah. to do it. We'd, yeah. we'd have to learn how to do that. Because if you don't, if we don't, we're I mean, we're just, just fucked, yeah. we're in a really raw spot. You're genuinely fucked. Thou shalt not miss this movie. And you cannot go around killing people. Why? Because it is one of God's commandments: thou shalt not kill. Why? Because it is a sin. Why? Because it's not nice. Why? Forgive him, Father. He is a robot from the future. Oh, this story was so good, Cecil. This story is so good. And it's just, this is like some show shit, right? This is like some gossip girl. Because right wing watch, I mean, like, that's our boo. Yeah. We, that's been, our boo. We've been, you know, we've been tight with right wing watch right. for a long time. Long time. See, at this point, it's not even tight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't know. Yeah. But we have been outside their window with a boombox for like for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, 10 we got to put batteries in that fucking yeah. <laughs> So Rick Wiles, another regular on the show, yeah. claims that Jesus Christ shut down Right Wing Watch. All right, let's listen to this. This is, uh, he looks like he's on the set of the People's Court here. Let's check this out. <laughs> does. I suspect that there will be layoffs very soon inside the organization because there's no platform 
for them to spew their lies and propaganda. <laughs> it's your content. They don't ever do anything except for cut a piece of your content and then place it without comment. <laughs> right there. That, that's... He is always a right wing watch is out to get me. Right wing watch is excerpting yeah. you in context. Yeah. yeah. It's not like they're basic things together <laughs> to make it sound. They don't do that. It's always fully contextualized. Although, admittedly, I feel like there is a string on Rick that you could pull and he would tell you that the cow moves or something. You know what I mean? His head would spin around like the exorcist. The chicken goes. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah. the chicken goes moo. <laughs> All right, Rick. Calm the down. chicken goes, Jews are out to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> also, very quickly, there's not going to be layoffs. How many people do you think rightwingwatch.org yeah. fucking employs? Yeah. I can't imagine. It's, it's not like, a massive organization. They are not. They're not like server farms full of right. rightwingwatch people somewhere. It's not some giant yeah. Fortune 500 company. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. We have to tighten our belt yeah, around rightwingwatch. It's like some guy named Eric and a few of his pals. Yeah, and it's and it's it's essentially the same amount of uh, same amount of play that Glory Hole Studios. Right. Is. Oh, yeah, we got a Cecil. Yeah. There's going to be layoffs yeah. around here. Glo really? Okay. All yeah. four of us yeah. are really going to quake in our fucking boots. <laughs> Glad we all have here. other jobs. Right. <laughs> so, their writers, their editors, all the people that they had working to smear us and other ministries. Um, what are they going to do? I, I suspect they're going to lose their jobs this week. Oh, that's um, sad. You know, if they get saved and come <laughs> to know Jesus Christ and fill the Holy Spirit, we, we're hiring. But they got to be saved. They have to love Jesus Christ. They have to want. What do you think they pay at, <laughs> at True News? <laughs> okay, Oh, let's Ian, get a job at True Ian, News. Ian, you have to get a job at True News, Ian. Ian, you want Ian, Ian, you're, you're fired if you don't get another job. <laughs> You're fired. You and have you to get a job at True 100% News. 100% have to get a job at True News. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh my God. To try to get it. I, I, I want to, is there a way to, to do a, a, a fake something? Because they're, they're going to do some kind of check on you. And that's the problem is if they run my name, they're going to see me. If they run your name, yeah. they'll see you. It's tough. But if there was some way but to Ian's get Ian's just Ian. Ian's Nobody just, even knows no, his last I name. Know, I don't even think Ian has a last name. I think he's like Madonna. Just, yeah, right? <laughs> so Ian could, and he could take on a different persona. A he different barely has a personality name. of his own. <laughs> so mean. So I love mean. you, Ian. I'm but just, it's true. It's true. Though. That's the thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It would be amazing. Uh, it would be amazing if Ian works his way into being their tech guy. Holy though. shit. Oh, it'd be just outstanding. Oh. So funny. <clears throat> okay, so uh, True News uh, is backlined or the radio production company is flowingstreams.com. Kind of a minimalist website, but they have a workable uh, job openings uh, website. So let's just check it out. They have video editor, a UI UX designer, full stack developer, digital marketing specialist, uh, part-time cam op, motion graphics designer, and a bunch of... Let's look at uh, video editor, maybe digital marketing specialist is more... Uh, okay, maneuver digital marketing, can't, sure, I can do that. I can monitor, uh-huh, layout, design, develop, mm-hmm, requirements, love of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, okay... Uh, enthusiasm to be part of a Christ-centered team that is changing the way Christian media and music 
content is consumed all right minimum two years sure that's easy that's the proficient adobe full understanding of owned paid and earned media of course uh Fraser is division of flowing yeah 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 compensation based on experience medical dental and vision pto vacation sick personal and holidays and relocation assistance what so we're gonna hit apply for this job okay we're just gonna fill that out i mean if it's got a steady paycheck i'll believe anything you want <laughs> i'm sorry back to the show let's see the golf what if Ian is actually a right wing? What if he's a true news plant and he came in and he's oh, oh and no, he's working the he's double working double, the double. He's doing the double, triple double triple <laughs> the upper decker. Uh, expand it. Uh, I don't want to see them um, out of work, but I'll tell you the first the first thing that came to my mind today. You know, the Bible tells us not to gloat right. over oh. the demise of our enemies. Um, but Romans twelve nineteen sums it up. Okay, I, we used to gloat over um, Rumsfeld, but this entire <laughs> segment is really a humble gloat. Yeah, it's just, that's what it is. It's a humble gloat. Uh, you know, I, we're hiring. If uh, if you find Jesus, uh, you'll need that because you're getting fired. Oh, and you won't have which, anything to eat. Which we're not getting yeah, fired. We're not getting fired. No, I'm not gloating. This isn't gloating. You shouldn't gloat. Jesus said it here in one of these letters or something <laughs> written to Paul of the Tarsons. <laughs> Very well. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay says the Lord. Well, then he should have yeah. killed Rumsfeld 400 times. 4,000 times. You should have killed him until you reached a million or whatever. <laughs> should have just raised him up and killed him again and raised him up and killed him again. Raised oh. him up. Yeah, exactly. Stop killing yourself. Right? Stop killing yeah. yourself. <laughs> Jesus should be sitting next to him and saying, you know, I just took one year of your life away. <laughs> That's what should be happening. You're only mostly dead. Yeah, he should be having one of those machines that <laughs> sucks the life out of him one year at a time and then it shoves it back in through his dick hole and then takes it away again. If vengeance. God is so terrible at vengeance. He's, he's awful at it. He's horrible at it, even according to Christians who are like, God flooded uh, Galveston, Texas because yeah. of the gay pride parade in New Orleans. Yeah. You're like, uh, you missed <laughs> by is, a country Is he mile. playing bocce ball? Right. Yeah, it doesn't count if you get near it, motherfucker. <laughs> well, the horseshoe's next to the other horseshoe. <laughs> Look, if it's, if it's one horseshoe, one lord horseshoe away, <laughs> it camps now. <laughs> also, like, these guys are so vengeance-happy all the time. Rick Wiles is a bloodthirsty motherfucker. Oh all the time. How many episodes have we covered where he is, like, yeah. bloodthirsty as fuck? All the time. And he's the, he's the worst about it. But he here he's going to, oh, yeah, well, right-wing watch. But, uh, oh, I just want to read this headline. YouTube bans, then unbans right-wing watch. <laughs> <laughs> and they ran into the same pro similar problems that we've run into. Yeah, they got flagged. Then they appealed. Yeah. And it took a while. The problem is, is that the appeal system at YouTube genuinely sucks. Yes. And you don't get a person. They say it's a person reviewed it, but you don't get a person who no. reviews it. What happens is, is they look, they, and if you do, you get somebody who literally looks at it for a, a split second. Yeah. Their job is to run through as many of these as they possibly can in one day. And because we've, we've appealed a couple times and then that appeal has been, has been 
bounced. And then we right. had to go to Twitter, say, hey, what the fuck? Same thing happened to Right Wing Watch. They appealed and right then they said, sorry. Sorry, no. We 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 stand, we understand that this is difficult for you, but we stand by our messaging. We stand by this ban. And Right Wing Watch had to go to Twitter and say, man, they fucking banned us for clipping out other people's racist, horrible, homophobic garbage. Yep. And calling them and out calling on calling it out on. They got banned because they thought that they were racist garbage. And yep. you're like, no. And that's the problem with this algorithm. And it's the problem with tagging a video. It's the problem of all of that stuff is that <clears throat> there's no way for them to differentiate between the perpetrators of this garbage and the people who are fighting against yep. it. The same thing happened to another guy recently who was debunking some of these COVID problems. So there was COVID medicine things that are going around. And this person was debunking a few of them and he got banned because he used the title of that in his, yeah, his, right. his video. He gets he gets a third strike or a fourth strike, and they told him he can't ever come back. And he had to go to Twitter to get them to finally see. No, I I'm not saying you should use these yep. things as a as a cure. We got banned because of COVID yep, misinformation. We did. we did. We had we had a thing that we were attacking COVID misinformation, and we put it out there, and a, and they put it. They gave us a strike. They literally gave us a strike on our account. It was no. They were like, sorry, yep, that's, that's a strike, <clears throat> bitch. Yep. And then we appealed it. And they didn't respond to us. And so then we took it to Twitter. And when we did, they reversed it. They, they said, oh, yeah, we're sorry. Well, I know I talked about this in, in relation to, to pornography on Thomas's show, but it, it highlights the problem of the volume of content and mediating that high of volume of content on any tube site. Sure. Tube sites cannot meaningfully mediate that volume of content. So they use really clumsy, shitty tools that do a bad job. They can't... You can't have this much content and do a good job mediating sure. that kind of content. It's not possible. So, like, it's a problem. Like, it's a real problem. And I don't have any idea what the solution is. Sure. But there needs to be a better appeals process at YouTube. Yeah. Like, there just needs to be, like, an escalated appeal or some... And it's not like they're not making money something. off YouTube. Right. It's not like you're not making money off this system. Right. This money, this thing is making money hand over fist. I watch ads constantly on YouTube. Yeah. So don't tell me you're not making money off YouTube. You're making tons of money off YouTube. Yep. So you have enough money to hire a person to do this work and not just a person, many people to do this work. Yep. And that and that you should be That's able to That's the handle. answer, but it cuts into that profit line, man. I will say this too. Whenever this happens and we try to appeal and we go on Twitter, there's all these fucking buffoons that come out of the woodwork to tell us, see, that's the problem with censorship is that when you censor people, you can get censored. And then I'm always thinking to myself, and I always respond to these right. people and say, but I don't agree with hate speech being on YouTube. Right? right. I don't think that there's a place for hate speech or medical misinformation or any of this stuff that is objectively like hate speech, objectively offensive, right? Or people that are, are medical misinformation that's objectively dangerous. So I don't believe what stu that stuff like that should have a platform anywhere. And yeah, I, I'm 100% against deplatforming them. And if YouTube sees this content as that and they eventually deplatform me, I can't do anything about it. I will appeal just like everything sure, else, right. but I can't do anything about it. And 
as long and I would be willing to even take one for the team as long as it made the the internet landscape a safer a place. better place. Yeah, I would be willing to take one for the. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, but the idea that that people will come out and be like, see, that's the fucking problem, you dumbasses, and I, and I'm always there to 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 just point out how fucking stupid that comment is. There is no place for some stuff on the internet. There's no place for it. Yeah, it doesn't. It do, it shouldn't exist. It should not be out there, and it definitely shouldn't be on a place that where the next video is suggested for you. Yep. Hey, do you enjoy driving across town to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room with no air conditioning and two people on either side of you when there are clearly open seats on the other side of the room, but that would mean you have to look at a discount home goods corporate art allegoria painting of two people drinking oat milk Americanos outside of a non-copyright infringing but clearly Starbucks storefront in Paris for some reason? We know you don't. And that's why we are sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers access to licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited psychologists, marriage and family therapists, clinical social workers, and board-licensed professional counselors. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment and start communicating in under 48 hours. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. It's available worldwide. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp's licensed professional counselors are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and how to deal with somebody breathing behind me in a Freddy Krueger mask. Gary, we're going to betterhelp.com slash cogdis right now. Okay, what type okay. of counseling are you looking for? Individual counseling, couples counseling for myself and my partner, teen counseling. Okay, they don't have one for myself and for a Gary, but we'll go to individual counseling. Okay, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash cogdis. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health again. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cogdis. If you wanted to cosplay Dead by Daylight, just say so, Gary. Look, guy, we have to stay strong. If you don't stand with your fellow Canadians, then you are a rat. Don't call me a rat, buddy. I'm not your buddy, friend. He's not your friend, guy. I'm not your guy, buddy. He's not your buddy, friend. I'm not your friend, guy. Let's give it up, guy. Don't call me your guy. I am not your guy, friend. I'm not your friend, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. This story comes from Axios.com. Bill Barr on Trump's election fraud claims. It was all bullshit. Yeah. What... The reason I wanted to grab this is, is Trump has since come out and disavowed his relationship and connection with Bill Barr. Bill Barr was his jowly fucking bulldog for the entirety up until the very... Absolutely. Uh, up until the very, very bitter end, yeah. Bill Barr yeah. did every fucking boot-licking, asshole-tugging fucking thing that Trump ever asked him to do. Yeah. Ever. Bill Barr broke every rule. He used the Department of Justice as a sort of... A, personal prosecutor and defense unit. Look at what he did the with the president. Mueller, with the Mueller investigation. Right. I yeah. mean, going through with a black pen and then and then going out of his way to to make it seem like there was nothing in there. And now Trump is calling him a rhino. Yeah. Trump is calling him a Republican in name only. Same thing with Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Mitch Mc Trump is painting Mitch McConnell as not a true Republican. Mitch, Mitch McConnell who basically is the guy responsible for helping to shepherd anything meaningful that Trump ever tried to get through done on the legislative process? The guy who stymied the Democrats' opposition at every fucking turn to make 
Trump's agenda even remotely fucking possible. But that these guys, even these fucking horrible fucking monsters like Bill Barr had some limits. I mean, look at the careers of the people who held on literally until the very last days. Bill Barr, Mike Pence. These guys were like, they were on board 100%, man. 100% until the fucking Wild West crazy insurrection, nightmare, dystopian, Mad Max ending. I think Bill Barr resigned before then. He did, he did resign just, but, I, Bill but it Barr, was like- Yeah, Bill Barr yes. resigned in, uh, he said his, it was right before Christmas. He, yeah. he put in his thing and said, I'm going to just, and Trump had said he was just going to ride out the rest of his right. days without a, 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 without a, without a new attorney general. Yeah. He was going to plan to ride it out. But he had essentially said he had he had he was one of the few people that jumped ship before the insurrection. True. Now there was yeah. two or three people who jumped ship afterwards. Uh, Mitch McConnell's wife. Mitch was McConnell's wife was beast out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Elaine Chow is his wife, and she wound up uh, she wound up leaving after the insurrection. She sent a letter to him to Trump. And then there was a couple others, one or two others, but they were smaller players in his administration. Right. But this whole thing he calls bullshit. And what's, what's, what is clear is that the Republicans on, from the very beginning, never believed it. And it's not, it's clear from their actions that none of them ever really believed it. Right. They just wanted to throw doubt in the election so that they could pass draconian, voting rights, voting, anti-voting bills that could restrict voting to make it so that they could win easier. They weren't just happy redistricting and making it so that the, yeah. the chances of them winning is even better in the future mm -hmm. because of the redistricting. They weren't just happy with that. They wanted to go out of their way to make it so that it was super hard for people of color in this country. And make no mistake, it is an attack on people of color in yep. this country. That's mostly what it is. So the, the, the people of color in this country do not have an opportunity, the same opportunity that other people in this country have, that white people have. Yeah. And they, they've done their very best to make sure that that's the case because they know that their time is eventually going to be up. You can't, you can't squeeze this much blood from a stone for this long. No. You know, what what happened what happened in the 80s was reagan took off the taxes that were on the ultra wealthy and since then they have essentially run this country into the ground with by you know making it so that the ultra wealthy are no longer taxed at the rates that us normal people are and if you look look at all the different bills also that have passed too and the way in which that they've never gone out, look at what, what Trump did with the deregulation of all these things. Same thing with, with Bush. He did massive deregulation. deregulation. And then also look at how there hasn't been a push for any kind of minimum wage. The wage disparity in this country is eventually going to come to a boiling point. There's going to be a point where you just, there's not going to be a way to stop that, that pressure from releasing. There's going to be too much wage disparity. And, and the problem the Republicans, I think, are seeing is that, that 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 will play out in votes if they don't stop it. Yeah. And so what they did was they went out of their way to use this bullshit narrative from a wounded narcissist to try to push their their agenda. Because That's they, exactly true. They saw they yep. saw the opportunity yep. and they couldn't they couldn't take their foot off the brake, and they had. 
the thing is, is that they've minimized this this January sixth thing to the point where it's not even really a thing that it's not even that big a deal anymore. Which is which, which is, is absolutely wild. It is like we. It is. It's wild. I, the Times this week ran like a forty-minute video. Yeah, Did 40 you have to see video. it? I didn't watch the video yet, but I have it planned to watch. Man, I, I watched. I watched a big chunk of it. I got interrupted. I couldn't finish the video, but I, I watched a big chunk of that video. And you, you watch that thing. It's there was an actual attack on the American Capitol to try to thwart the peaceful transition of power. And to your point, like they they are. They are so enamored of and fearful of losing their power that they are absolutely willing to just set that off to the side and say, you know what? The stakes here are democracy itself. Yeah. And 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 the the functioning, the real functioning of government. But they always say, to your point about racism, they always say the same shit, right? We're defending our way of life. They're talking about the white way of life. They are 100%. They're not, they, when they talk about like, we're defending our values, our way of life. That's just fucking, it's a dog whistle. It's fucking yeah. code. 100%. It's all that that 100%. shit is. Yeah. And, and that's why they're voting, they're, they're voting suppression laws and shit are 100% aimed at, you know, making sure that this is free and fair. No, it's making sure that like people of color continue to be disenfranchised because your fucking days are numbered. I'll tell you, I it was, it was my hope that once Obama got elected, that there would be more shift in this country toward a progressive mindset. And I just, I can't believe that we're here this many years later. Yeah. And we're in this position where you're on the verge of an absolute Republican takeover for decades if you don't do any, because there's nothing you can do to stop them from... Well, especially now they've got the Supreme Court. Yeah. And they got Supreme Court locked up for years to for, come. That's, for, that's, that's it. Decades to yep. come. So That's it. You're, Maybe you know, my kids will see a difference. Yeah, I mean, you're not. Yeah. You know, uh, you're going to see Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett and and a couple of then Gorsuch. These people aren't. They're not old. No, they're young people. They're young and they're ideologically and driven. They're, and they're absolutely ideologically driven. Yep. Hey, Jack's brother. What religion are you? Oh well, uh, I'm Irish Catholic. Now I know there's been a lot of controversy around the church lately. You know, because of the Da Vinci Code. But what's great is you can do anything anything. And as long as you go to confession, it's forgiven. I'm Irish Catholic. So this story comes from the Irish Examiner. Focus on redress, and I'm going to mispronounce this. I'm sorry. Symphysiotomy. 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 The yeah. mass medical experiment that butchered young women. So I, I, Ireland, for the longest time, of course, has been ruled by a Catholic majority, which has just done absolutely horrific things to the people of horrible shit. Yeah. And I don't think anybody has paid the price as much as women. Women pay an absolutely disproportionate price. They wound up killing a bunch of young women and and babies in that. I don't know if you remember that one, that one where they were uncovering bodies of the, yeah, because they had the, the, the the unmarried women's home or whatever. Yeah. 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 So the, the, the story of the war on women in Ireland is, horrifying and egregious and 100% driven by the religiosity of the Catholic Church. Yes. And this story is about a medical horror called symphysiotomy or... Symphysiotomy. Whatever. Yeah. I, can't, I yeah. mispronounced it. Um, and I, I got to describe what this is. And then, and then importantly, I want to describe or read to you the description of why they did this. In a symphysiotomy, I'm sorry. Symphysiotomy. 
Doctors sliced through the cartilage and ligaments of the pelvic joints to widen the pelvis for vaginal birth. The women, then in excruciating pain, had to deliver the babies. More pain than childbirth, by the way. Just want to point that out. Like, right. like, not only is childbirth supposed to be one of the most painful things a human being can endure, they just went out of their way to make it hurt more. Right. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. The pelvic bone itself was also sawn through in more extreme cases known as a pubiotomy. Symphiosotomies were even carried out without the women's consent after she gave birth to widen the pelvis for vaginal births in the future. Now, here's the reasoning. Okay. Back when these were in practice, there was the belief that women couldn't have more than a certain number of C-sections, right? So the, and the Catholic church had, had a uh, proscription against, of course, abortion and birth control. So in order to prevent women from using birth control or having abortions, and since they couldn't have more than, according to them at the time, more than four C-sections, to avoid a C-section. Four. Right, four. Four. To, to have as many kids Imagine as possible. Imagine a family of four, four. four kids at this point. I know it's it, but you had to double up. I had to like, double up. Like, you had to double up. Did I, you and had a Brady Bunch that shit to I get did. fucking I, four. And I don't have them full-time. Yeah. I've got two full-time yeah. and then four part-time. Yeah. Yeah. Four all the time? <laughs> nope. 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 You might as well start a fucking cloud car with yep. four kids. Are you kidding It's me? fucking insane. Yeah. So, but the Catholic Church, they they wanted to control the reproductive schedule of women. Yes, they wanted absolutely. to make sure that women yeah, had yeah, as many yeah, babies yeah, as possible. Because yeah, yeah. that's how you keep women down, yeah, right? Yeah. The goal isn't to have more kids. The goal has never been, well, it's not entirely. It's not entirely true because they, they wanted they, to they have want kids. more kids to tithe yeah, more. Because yeah. they're going to have more tithing and they're also going to take some of those kids into the priesthood and that's going right. to continue on. Because in in a very strict Catholic household, one of the kids goes to become yeah, you a give, priest. You tie the you kid tie the into whole the church. Kid. Yeah, you t- Tie the human is, being into which the is church. a son of a bitch when they're pushing that little tray around. Because they, they get heavy. They're like a lever. Yeah, if it's a happy kid, you gotta really, you gotta have a couple of people on that tray in order to not, you know. Well, if it slips a little yeah. bit, it could catapult the other ones that are in that tray. Shake them around with the change. <laughs> just shake them around. But like, make no mistakes. The the reason that religious people in general want to make sure that like women's reproductive rights are infringed upon is because the longer you keep women out of the workforce, the less yeah. they compete with men. Yeah. And the best way to keep women out of the workforce is to keep them pregnant all the time or to keep them nursing all the time or to keep them always with fucking like little tiny infanty kids and exorbitant childcare costs yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's how you keep that's how you keep the women's at bay. We can write all the laws we want to create gender equality. But if you don't have reproductive control over your own body, you cannot You'll never have, have it. it. You'll never have it. Right. And the Catholics fucking know this yeah. shit because it gets all the dudes. It's just dudes making all the rules. Yeah. So in order to make sure that women continue to have more kids, they literally used a chainsaw. If you guys look at the tool yeah. that was 100% used, looks like a chainsaw. They're seriously taking a, a yeah. hand crank chainsaw yeah. to the pelvic bones of women to saw them open so they can just shit out more fucking kids. Yeah. It was the Irish chainsaw mass. <laughs> Is there any organization that you can think of as big as the Catholic Man, Church as evil? You know what's what's horrible about the, this uh, this in, in particular is just like you said, the the men are the one who are making these rules. And look at there's never been a woman in power at all in any kind of real leadership position in the church 
Ever. 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 And the women are always treated as subordinates, right? So even in, you know, even in modern day, you know, when there's, you're never going to go to a Catholic church and see a woman give the, give the liturgy. She's right. not going to, she's not going to be up there. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. Whatever the, the homily, whatever that is. I don't know if that's the liturgy or not. The sermon, the homily. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I don't know the fucking names of the shit, but I think liturgy is when they read from the Bible. I'm not sure. But in any case, the, uh, the, someone will uh, really go out of the way to correct me. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but uh, understand before you send that letter, I don't care. Like, understand there's, there's literally so, I care so little about being correct about the correct usage here because it doesn't matter. It's all, it, right. if you just all just, just hummed for 60 minutes, it'd be the same amount of garbage. <laughs> Wouldn't matter. But, but in any case, there's never been a woman in, in any kind of real leadership position. Right. And then you look at, at what you're doing, you know, that you're, you're making it so that they're having this, this vaginal birth so that they can continue in that position where they're constantly birthing, where they're just right. constantly giving birth. So it's not like a per- procedure that anybody would ever do. It's, it's literally like a superstitious procedure. It's insane. And nobody takes chainsaws to male bodies. No. Doesn't happen. Nobody, there's, you ever notice there's no yeah. fucking religious prescription that's ever been written that takes a chainsaw to a male body? I mean, they do, or, we do snip the thing off. But, yeah. But, but yeah. A, a much less, a, yeah. like a much easier. Admittedly, yeah, right. but it is yeah. still is, it's still, it's still it's is still, genital mutilation. Absolutely. I mean, still, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But like the, the they're, they're, they never, they never have any religious proscriptions that infringe upon the rights of yeah. men. We don't cut, we don't, we don't perform a vasectomy at a certain age for men at all. Right. Like there's not a thing that right. we just say, okay, you know. And we don't like chop the glands off the penis so it doesn't feel good anymore, right? Right, Like yeah. there's no, there, there, the, the rules are always written by men to protect the power position of men. It's never the other way. Right, right. That's a hell of a fucking coincidence for your religion. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh man. Guess what, guys? I just talked to God and he says, blowjobs for me and chainsaws Talk for you. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, oh, it's like that old thing. Like, yeah. well, I always imagine like, I always imagine you as the slave and me as the master, right? Like, yeah. get the fuck out of yep, here. Yep, of course yep. you of do. Of course you did. Yeah. With pay. Yeah. Right. You think you can suspend me with pay? God damn it, McCluskey. You kill 90 innocent people. You gotta be punished. That's why you're getting two. Count them. Two paid weeks off. What? You're lucky I don't send you on vacation. You don't got the balls. Oh, I don't got the balls, do I? This economy always needs tourists, pal. Two weeks, all expenses paid. French Riviera, you're going. First class, go to hell. Blew up 90 nuns on their way to soccer practice. So this story uh, was from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Castrate kill, remove voting rights. Ex-Marine Georgia deputy was an extremist cell, feds say. Um, so I, I want to just read a little chunk of this. Uh, when FBI agents in San Diego seized the cell phone of a suspected white supremacist last year, they discovered text messages with a Georgia sheriff's deputy boasting of racial violence and preparations for a civil war. When we talk about systemic racism and the institutions of power that absolutely perpetuate sure, absolutely, yeah. violent mm-hmm racist attacks against people of color. I mean, look no further yeah. than your own fucking cops. Yeah. Uh, it's not all cops. Maybe it's not all, but you're not making sure you find them. Yeah. You're not doing, you're not doing your part to stop them. 
And you're not you're not doing anything to stop them once they do do something horrifically racist, right? Right. Uh, the other thing that they point out in this article too is that they t- they talk about not just this guy, yeah, but then they talk about the insurrection, right? So they start talking about what happened in the insurrection because a couple of people were involved in this. I think this one guy was involved in this particular story was involved in it, and then they talked about how many people were in the insurrection, like how many people in the military were in the insurrection, and it was twelve percent of the people that were there were ex-military or, or I don't know, current military, I right. don't know. But it was military people, 12%. That's a bigger number than the average population in the United States ratio. That's right? military, That's right. military. Yeah. There's more military people storm the Capitol than if you were to just take a sample set of people in the United States and say, okay, well, those people, because there's only 7% of the people in the military in the natural, in the regular population. Right. Now that was way bigger in the eighties. Uh, it was up to almost 20% in the eighties, but that's back when we didn't go into wars. Right? <laughs> so, you, you know, you look at the eighties as a big stretch of, you didn't have to go anywhere. If you were military, you could just go on a base and hang out in like Germany or whatever, and then come back and, and it's <laughs> right. totally cool. Now maybe you, invade Grenada, now, if, you know, yeah, things got a I little mean, boring. Sure, but, but they, they, we right. didn't send I'm a lot goofing. of troops. I know I'm just, we, we just did Grenada and the right. thing, but we didn't send a lot of troops there. No, 3000, 3000. So it's a tiny amount. And, and, you know, you look at that entire span of the eighties, there wasn't anything really that was, right. that was one of those places where you'd want to put a bunch of people until Bush. And I was in high school at the time. Right. And I was actually considering going in the military, but then right before I got out of high school, Bush invades, the Bush, the older, invades Iraq. Invasion part one. And I remember my dad saying, you are stupid if you go in the military now because you're going to be doing a tour somewhere else and it'll be just like Vietnam. He's like, you're going to be spending, you know, you'll spend your whole time somewhere else and, you know, you're in a foreign land you wind up dead. He's he's like, you don't want to do this. Right. And he turned me away from the military, but but there was a lot more people back then. But now that there's a chance, now that we've been in war now forever, that we've been in wars for yeah. at this point we're going on. I mean, that was in ninety one. Yeah. Was when when they jumped going in on thirty. So years. That's almost thirty years. Yeah. So it is thirty years. So thirty years now. You're at you know thirty year the thirty years war. We have our own thirty oh, years God. war. Um, and and that is that's essentially you know like the reason why there's fewer people in the military now per capita. But the, the, the scary thing is, is that there's people that are attacking our capital that have tools that we gave them, right? The tools of understanding, you know, uh, how, how bodies go together, right? How to attack somebody, how, you know, how group tactics work, Mm -hmm. what I should do to, to stop this or that, you know what I mean? Like a spot, like, like, uh, you know, holes and defenses. Exactly. I, yeah, that, yeah. We trained them to yep. do this. Right. And, and mm-hmm. uh, so there's a, that's a, that's a really scary thing. And then to find that these people are inv- involved in these telegram and what is the other one? Telegram or whatever those two. Oh, uh, because of an S. Signal. Yeah, signal and telegram. They're involved in these groups of people that are on those, those groups that are both QAnon, then also insurrection, but then also white supremacist. I mean, the stuff that they're sending back and forth yeah. to each other is it's viciously horrifying. racist. Yeah, uh, and and they feel like they can they can have these very open racist conversations in these in these closed channels, and the FBI is monitoring them. They they caught this guy, but how many are out there? Right? Yep. You know, we we have this we have this idea that. 
you know, the police are here. I know that it's a, it's a bullshit idea. And I know I'm going to get corrected again when I say the police are here to protect you. I'm not saying the police are here to protect. And if I said that in the past, I'm saying it with quotes. I know. <laughs> don't, don't misunderstand. It's I written know. on their cars, but no one believes it. And not just that. I know that there was even a Supreme Court case where they're not actually obligated to protect, to protect anybody. Yeah. They're yeah. not obligated yep. to do any of that stuff. They're literally there as a way to like, get fucking revenue for our fucking local government. Like that's all they're there for. So the idea that, that, you know, the, the, there's this, there's this essentially a paramilitary force that could, could be seething with white supremacy. And, and, and don't just let the back channels fool you. I mean, we watch this white supremacy play itself out all the time yeah. through video where they're terrorizing black residents of this country. I mean, we see it all the, all the fucking time. time. All the time. Yeah, and you know, I, I will say it's particularly disturbing to think that um, a, a very common job for people to get out of the military is, is in law enforcement. It's yeah. a very common job. It's a very common opportunity people will take. Sure. So if, if our military has a white supremacist problem, then our local law enforcement is going to continue that problem yep. domestically. Yep. And, and here are people that are trained, as you point out, trained in tactics, and now we're arming them domestically yeah. and charging them with safeguarding our neighborhoods. And that's and that's not that's fucking not what's happening. Look, look at the fucking way that they handled the BLM protests last yeah. year. Just just last yeah. year, it's like last year to the day, you know, they charged in. And just viciously attacked people, viciously yeah, all over the country, Vi all over and, the country. And if it had just been in one spot, you could say you could. I think yeah. if you could, I think if it had been in one place, you could say, "Holy shit, this area has a problem, right? This area, for whatever reason, sure." But it was everywhere, it was everywhere. And that you have to look at that video from last year with a clear eye and say, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Because when the same, when a group of fucking white people stormed the Capitol building. Nobody. Yeah, they didn't even show up. They, they didn't have the numbers. Yeah. They didn't have the force. They didn't even plan. They didn't have the authorization yeah. for force. Yeah, when they marched in D.C., they had the entire stairs covered with covered with police officers yep. in riot gear. in riot gear. And in the BLM protests, they were authorized to use a higher level of yep. force. They were authorized to use much more significant crowd control weapons. Yeah, and you watch the videos that came out of that all across the country, police force after police force after police force beat the ever-loving shit out of people yeah. who were demonstrating for racial equality. Yeah. And if you if you don't believe after watching that that our institutions of power are racist, I I can't imagine well, what would convince you. I mean, look at look at them now fighting tooth and nail to just even have moments of introspection about critical race theory in oh, some of these yeah, places. Right, yes. Look at how the, how they're fighting tooth and nail in all these institutional places in this country. And it's not even police forces, it's like the military. And you put somebody in charge who says, yeah, we should actually examine that stuff. And they flip their fucking shit, man. Yep. They think it's an absolute... And if that doesn't tell you, just the idea that just to have a conversation about, hey man, maybe it was really difficult to be a black person. Yeah, right. Just to have that conversation. Maybe all the fucking founding fathers weren't perfect. Yeah, you can't uh, even- You can't no. even have that conversation. Maybe we shouldn't have like 30 Confederate statues in the you Capitol. You can't even have that conversation. We can't even have it. Can't even have that conversation. Nope. You can't have that conversation and you'll be, you, you, you will get viciously attacked if you do it. Yep.
we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons. Full name? I think that's a <laughs> that's misprint. Great. I think that's a misprint, actually. I think Ian must have misprint that, but I'm going to say full name anyway, just in case there's a patron named full name. I think that's great. If that's your name, I love that I name. Love the Never name. change it. Richard, Felipe, and Guardian Bellerin. I don't know if I said that correctly, but that that's what I said. Or then also people who up their pledges. Decepticon IT helped us. <laughs> Aaron and Rick, thank that's you good. so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. You guys are the reasons... Glory Hole Studios exists. You're the reason we have two employees and you're the reason we're able to uh, weekly order dinner. Yes. So thank you so <laughs> thank much. Thank you guys. Thank you very much. We very much appreciate it. And you pay our Comcast bill. You do that too. <laughs> you pay the Comcast, pay the Comcast bill. bill. Especially when we cancel early and have to pay an exorbitant <laughs> fee. Oh my God. A ridiculous fee because we cancel earlier. By the way, fuck Comcast. All right. We just wanted to say that. We wanted to get out of the way. We got a little email we wanted to cover. Uh... We wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the even more bodies that have been found in Canada now. There are up to almost a thousand unnamed bodies on the school sites that were we were talking about last week. So we talked about it in the in the notes section. We didn't really cover it super in depth, but we did talk a little bit about what's happening in Canada. And uh, there's so many stories coming out. I think one of the, one of these weeks once. Once they finally sort of finish what's happening up there, yeah, we'll cover it in full. Yeah, we we and I and I we also um, I want to make a correction. I know last time I think I said that they were mass graves. They're not mass graves. They're individual unmarked graves, yeah. and there is a difference. Yeah, a mass grave would insinuate that a massive number of people were killed at once, rather than a massive number of people killed. Over, slowly over yeah, slowly time. Slowly over time. Right. Yeah. So it's a distinction that I do want to draw. Yeah. We we absolutely will cover the story. It just keeps changing. Yeah, it, it changes. It just keeps evolving. And yeah. we know that these residential schools are more complex than we had initially brought up. Sure. There's a long story and it, it really needs to be told. It really needs point. to be told. We just for sure. did not do the research. Yet. Yeah. And we're not, we're not at that point yet, but we will be we will be covering this in an in-depth fashion for yeah. sure on a future show. Um, we just want to see how it plays out because it feels like it's still an emerging story. And the more you cover an emerging story, you don't cover, you, you wind up never going back to it when it's completed. Right. But Keith sent in a message to let us know that it's still evolving. He said that, you know, like it's over yeah. a thousand un, unnamed bodies in two residential school sites. And he it's sent a video awful. that I'm going to watch. He said it's it's 20 minutes um, but uh, but it's a really interesting TED Talk. So I'm going to check it out. Thank you so much, Keith, for sending that in. Uh, we got a bunch of mo more messages. They they keep coming in. Uh, people are hearing the message that you put out with Haley uh, and her medical woes, Tom, and a bunch of people are also sending in messages. Yeah, guys, I'm so sorry that so many people have had similar experiences. Um, you know, our healthcare system is fucking broken. It's just fucking broken. And, you know, you open up the door a little bit and you just you just open a crack into, into that world and the amount of messages we get and the and the support, it's really, it's really overwhelming. I so sincerely wish that it wasn't. Yeah. I so sincerely wish that it was a one-off. Yeah. That this was uh, an anomaly. Yeah. And the fact that it's not a one-off, that that's not an anomaly, like that's heartbreaking too. Yeah. You know, every one of the people that sent a story, um, I've read them all. They yeah. are all heartbreaking. I'm sorry you guys have to go. Nobody should have to go through. The system should fucking work better. Yeah. Yeah. It should fucking work better. And I'm sorry for everybody that it doesn't work for. We got a message from Paul. We we're talking about 1 billion pennies, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. And Paul sent and he said, how tall would 1 billion pennies be? 
Well, their value, interestingly enough, Paul says, would be $10 million, 181 and 76 cents. I don't know why it would not be a round number of exactly 10 million. It doesn't See, it seems like you would just move the two decimal points over and you never explained why it was, <laughs> you just said it was 10,18,76, unless you're just trying to fuck with us and you just typed in a random number. <laughs> but then he said that the pennies, if they were stacked, would be 40 feet, 45 feet wide, 11 feet tall, and 41 feet on the other angle to make a cube worth of pennies. And it would weigh 3,125 tons. I just want you to explain the value part. Paul. I don't understand. I your get value the rest. Part. I get the rest of it, and I understand it. I don't know if it's true, and I didn't check into it. But I don't understand the value. <laughs> Are you saying that the material itself would cost that because a penny is is worth more than a penny, like in the material? Is that what you're saying? I don't get it. I don't get it. I, although what I've learned from this is that if I become a billionaire, a multi-billionaire. I'm going to make a wall out of pennies. Wouldn't that be amazing? Just a wall yeah, of pe- a wall of Holy money wall. to keep the poor out. Whole wall. Holy fuck. Have you seen though? I will Holy say fuck. That's <laughs> evil. That evil shit. You know, have you seen those people though that take pennies and make a floor out it of it? It looks awesome. Looks cool. It looks, I've wanted to do it that. Looks for, cool. It looks great. It looks cool. Yeah. I really want to do it. I've seen them yeah. do like a backsplash. Yeah, it looks neat. It looks awesome. And yeah. it's like, Really cheap, actually. Yeah. It's like $80 did the whole floor. And yeah. you're like, it looks baller. It looks amazing. Yeah. They, they sand them down. They make them look nice. We got a bunch of messages about people not taking vaccines uh, that are in the health healthcare industry, that they they work with people who don't do it. We got a ton of messages because we, we covered a story last yeah. week that was talking about people who specifically were refusing vaccines and they wound up getting fired because of it. Um, tons of messages. This one here, uh, this one comes from... Uh, somebody, they didn't sign it, so I don't want to read who it is, but they had said that that they, uh, essentially, they, you know, they have a system at their work where if you don't want to get the influenza vaccine, you can just wear a mask the entirety of flu season. And they've had so many people opt into the mask wearing where they work because they will not get a flu vaccine. I don't, what the fuck? Why are you in medicine if you don't respect it. how medicine works? I just don't get Not it. you, the, the letter no, writer. No, no. Not you, yeah. the letter writer, but just the people that won't... God, fucking, what is wrong with you? It's crazy. And Vice Rhino sends in a story again. This is covering those residential schools. <laughs> this priest who genuinely looks like one of the guys from Sopranos. He looks like... He does. One, he looks like Paulie. He looks like Paulie from the Sopranos. He says, priest under fire after sermon on the good done by the Catholic Church on residential schools. Oh, God. Don't ever go there, right? Don't ever go there. Don't ever talk about your fucking bake sale if your fucking church is diddling people, right? Just don't do it. One dead kid erases all of the good stuff. Imagine if I came into your house. And I did every one of your chores. I finished your entire honeydew list, right? I've and then I I went to your boss and I got you a raise. And then I washed your car and I detailed it for you. And then I killed your baby. Yeah. Which thing would you remember most? <laughs> you wouldn't be like, the well, race. Tom's a great guy and he fixed it. Yeah. All right. The fair race. enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, what the fuck? Doesn't make any sense. Like, at all. do you do you? It's, it's, it's genuinely, and there's always this push pull because there are, there are churches out there that do good work, right? But there's always this push pull, especially when it comes to the Catholic church of, 
you know, you 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 can't erase the the harm you did. The only thing you can do is excise it, and you haven't even done that. Right? They right? haven't even apologized. You haven't apologized. You haven't even you haven't excised the the cancer that caused this. You haven't done anything. Yeah. What you did was something else. You you know what you're doing. You're making us look at something while you pull a pull a coin out from our ear. That's I mean, it. It's yeah. A hundred percent distraction. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. The fuck out of here. Uh, we got a message. Um, this is about vaccine side effects uh, from someone on Patreon, and they said they did wait uh, to get the vaccine, but it's only because they just couldn't figure out a day to be sick. Yeah. And that's that's a genuine uh, that's for piece real. of concern. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of people. Uh, you know, it is a sad commentary though about like how hard we work, people yeah, in sure. America. For sure, that for people sure. can't they they look at and they say like, you know what, my health. I can't take one day. I can't figure. I can't. I, figure can't, it out. I can't carve figure out. out a single. I'll tell fucking you what. Day. If that vaccine was available early on in the pandemic, when I was working, you know, sixty yeah. hours, I wouldn't have had. You an couldn't opportunity. have done it. I wouldn't yeah. have an opportunity to do it. There's been there's many yeah. many times in my life where yeah. it's like I I can't be down for yeah. a day. I totally yeah. understand. That. Sure. Yeah. It's just it does give you pause yeah. to think like, man, fuck that. Like you should not live in a world. We should not live lives where we can't afford to be down for a day. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we both work three jobs. Yeah. Like we work citation yeah. needed. We work cognitive dissonance and, and we work our own day jobs. day jobs. Yeah. So we just don't have days that just, I mean, we had to like plan this stuff. We had to plan our recording schedule yeah. around it. And, you know, you just have to like it genuinely. It's, 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 it's really it's difficult. difficult. Cecil and I just want to like buy a couple of things for the studio. And we're like looking, we don't like sync up the fucking calendars. Yeah, like, sure. It's like, like we're fucking Mission Impossible yeah, exactly. shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, we got another message uh, from an angry nurse. An angry nurse says that they wound up uh, having an opportunity to vaccinate people that they work with in their homes. And overall, uh, they got about 55% of the people. So they just... they Just, uh, just it, over it, a just, coin flip's yeah, worth. It's, letter, it's, it's just it's <sighs> crazy. We got a message uh, on Patreon. This is from Alex. And he says, hey guys... I'm wondering if you consider doing a show on how the current Republican Party led by Trump has caused people to leave religion. For me, the Christian right support of this monster was the final straw that drove me to atheism from agnosticism. Holy shit, Alex. Wow. I wonder if that, I wonder if people have lost their faith or left their churches. We got a message. Uh, this is from Jane in Australia. And Jane said that uh, that there's an actual place in the United States that has Aussie food products. And I think that's the name of AussieFoodExpress.com. And I can buy the Cadbury Picnic Bar. Jane sent a message with a link. So thank you, Jane, very thank much. You. We very much appreciate it. I will do this. And uh, and I will uh, I will buy some of these picnic bars so I can... Uh, <laughs> I can try one that isn't screwed up. <laughs> also, somebody sent us a message on Twitter. They thought we were serious when I was mentioning that the Australians hated the English. They were upset. <laughs> they were genuinely upset. They're like, I'm so disappointed. You shouldn't make sweeping generalizations. Oh like my that. God. Like, are oh you serious? God. You listen to our show every week and you can't tell we're using hyperbole? <laughs> Get the fuck no, out of here. You know here. what? I, I, I want to double down. Every single yeah. Australian hates the English. Yeah. Also, also. <laughs> <laughs> also, I hate every English I, Yeah, and Americans hate the English. Next, We're Anglophiles. I like, can't yeah, wait to see here. Marsh. I'm going to fight him. I'm going <laughs> to fight Marsh. I can't wait to fight Marsh. 
Natalie sent this in and this it is, is great. it is a video where someone has taken Slayer and I know this cuz I grew up listening to Slayer and they took they took Kenneth Copeland and they cut his voice so he's basically reading Slayer lyrics <laughs> to Slayer riffs and on occasion once in a while they will just show his creepy face <laughs> with a fucking pentagram behind him and 100% looks evil as fuck. <laughs> so check it out. I'm going to post the link on this week's show notes. It's very, very funny, Natalie. Thank you so much. We got a message from uh, uh, an Australian in Australia. <laughs> Um, the English don't like you. Um, I just want to say, <laughs> but uh, they said honestly, you got to try the Taiwanese whiskey Kalavan. It's a single malt. Tom hates malt, but I will try it. I'll see if I can find it. I'm gonna look for it at my local Binnies. Um, I don't know how. I, 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 my local Binnies is kind of shit, to be perfectly frank. But I'll. Oh, I'll, that's that's a bummer. It's not great. It's not great. But I was able to buy all those goofy little bottles there. Does so yours was, have a high end room? Yeah, there's a high-end room. And I found something I'm going to buy for Heath in there. So I'm going to get that for Christmas. Okay. So we can go in, have these on it. I saw it there. Oh, and nice. I was like, oh, it's nice. It's a good It's a good gift. So we can send it to Okay, him. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have a high-end room there. But a lot of it's scotches. Yeah, so, it's, that's you know, it's mostly the scotches. There's, there's, I mean, and, and the thing is, is like, I genuinely feel like a really expensive scotch is probably lost on me, but. Yeah, I know it's lost on me. Yeah. Well, don't tell them, but it's a Lagavulin. It's like a really expensive oh, Lagavulin. Really? So, yeah. Oh, nice. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. I think so. Yeah, but it's like a really expensive one. So I was like, yeah, oh. Nobody tell them. Don't tell them any. And don't nobody say anything to Heath, okay? <laughs> um, all right. So, Tom, uh, this is interesting. Uh, this is a story that's been circling around about a good guy with a gun fail. This was sent to us by Javier. Yeah, so this is crazy. So this highlights so many bad things. So here's the story. So some, some guy shoots a cop, just like ambushes a cop and just shoots a cop. Some other random citizen sees this happen, grabs an AR-15 from his car and shoots that guy. So shoots the guy who just murdered the cop, right? And the cops show up and immediately shoot the guy with the AR-15. Oh, they murdered him, huh? They killed him. Holy shit. And it's like, and you read the stories about it and they're hailing, the police and everybody else are hailing the guy that they murdered as a hero. But they didn't give that guy one fucking opportunity to surrender or identify himself. Sure. Because the cops shoot first yeah. and ask questions later. Yeah. That guy would have surrendered. Here's how you know he would have surrendered because he wasn't the bad guy, yeah. so to speak. Right. He was just a guy who saw a cop get killed and fucking took action and killed that other dude. We don't need citizens doing this. First yeah. of all, it doesn't make you safer. That didn't make that guy safer. That guy died. But part of the reason that guy died is because we have trigger-happy cops. Well, we have cops who, who that's what... And that's why you should never, uh, I would imagine, no. never get involved in a shooting. No. With a uh, nope. that, it doesn't make any sense because, because the cop doesn't know any different. They don't know whether you're part of it or not. And, and they don't try to find they, out. And, they, and there's no investigative no. process on their part. You think that cop who shot that dude at the AR-15 is going to get in trouble? No. Zero trouble. Zero trouble. No one's going to... He shot a hero. They shot a guy sees that they're literally calling they're a literally, hero. They're literally at the same time. Hero, yeah. It's crazy to me. So we got it. We get a lot of these. We got a lot of these messages on occasion. We'll get messages from people who say, "Hey, I'm in a bad spot. I I need some help. Is there any way that you guys can do a GoFundMe for me?" Tom and I we do we do a limited amount of charity work with modest needs uh, because they're able to vet these things, and we 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 just don't have time to vet uh, all the requests that come in. But even more importantly, we do, we get so many of these requests 
that there is, there's not enough. I, I don't feel like in a small niche that we have any even remote influence over, there's enough, there's enough capital to help. We don't have any way to prioritize one over another yeah. in a way that feels fair and equitable. And you can't go back to the well all the time. And if we, if we ran a GoFundMe or we um, promoted a GoFundMe for all the requests that we get, we'd be promoting a lot of GoFundMes. Yeah, there'd be a couple and of weeks. The well would run dry. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we like to use our, what little influence we have to work with modest needs. We think they're a wonderful organization. Um, that doesn't mean we don't care about our listeners and your plight though. Yeah. I think that's, that's something like Cecil and I feel very strongly about. Like yeah. we genuinely do care about you guys. And if we could run every go, if we could fucking just fund all of your medical care, yeah, we would fund all of your fucking medical care. Yeah. We would. Um, we can't do it. We would not be successful in doing it. Yeah. Um, so we're very sorry to say no to these things. Yeah. It, it, we wish we could say yes, but it is impossible for us to say yes to all of them. Yeah. And we we absolutely have a Facebook group where you can post, you can create something like this and post something there um, and see if people will give you a hand. It's a smallish group. I think it's only a couple thousand people. Um, and I, I haven't seen a ton of traction in those places, but there may, they may also be able to help you with an organization that might be able to help you too. So if you're looking for medical care or you're looking for, uh, some other kind of like relocation care or things like that, there are systems out there that can help. So if you even just jumped onto the, the Facebook group and you were to ask those questions, you may get steered to organizations and nonprofits that do help people in these yeah. situations. So it's something to think about. Uh, we do read each one of these. And like I say, uh, hit up that Facebook group. That might help. Kyle, we just wanted to send you a message. Uh, Kyle sent us a message uh, going through a real tough time. And, uh, and he's been finding that the podcast is helping him. So thank you, Kyle, and uh, for, for listening. And if anything we ever say helps or brightens your day, uh, it's, it makes us feel really good. And hopefully we, you've gotten through some difficult times, uh, listening to the show. Absolutely. Kyle, sorry you're going through it, bud. So, uh, that is gonna wrap it up, uh, for this week. Uh, we are going to be back next week. Be sure to check us out on live stream. Uh, this last week on live stream, we want to be getting a couple of gifts. One of them was a, uh, image of Mitch McConnell that you're going to want to check out on oh, the stream. God. So go check out that stream on YouTube or Twitch, or uh, or on Facebook, so you could see, so you could just see what somebody sent uh, us in the mail, and then you we also uh, wound up getting a wonderful uh, bit of wine from one of the patrons, uh, a sparkling wine, a peach sparkling wine from Italy that was absolutely marvelous. We had it on on the stream, and it was delicious, and we wanted to thank them again for sending it. Ian, who has a long patron name about bloods for blood gods, <laughs> but uh, but it was it was very nice of him to do, and we we appreciate it. So, uh, but come check the streams out; they're a lot of fun. Uh, Ian fucks uh, our Ian fucks everything up, so it's always fun to see him <laughs> fail utterly at any technology, which is what we hired him for, which is strange. Yeah, I don't maybe care. he made a bad call. I don't, I don't know. I, no, it's not me. Comcast. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help. In any case, check us out on stream uh, 9 p.m. Central. That's on Thursday night. All right. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.